Do you love the Bad Film Club? Consider supporting us through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you want to give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in our show description to support us in any way that you can. We really appreciate it. This is the Bad Film Club, starring Holly Gordon and Shanae Navigela. Your feature is about to begin. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm hot. It's really hot here. <laughs> and it has been hot for like what feels like 100 years. It, but <laughs> I can't complain because sun is better than cold. So, all good. Exactly. All good. Exactly. Welcome to the second episode of season two. Oh, <laughs> I know. We've had a bit of a break. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, we needed it. It was a long time coming. We bring you new content every week. We needed a break. Yeah. It's now officially summer. Lockdown is practically non existent now. <laughs> but it's. Even cool. though it's just been extended. <laughs> it's just been extended. But yeah. um, life feels sort of back to normal. Also, vaccines. Yeah. We go both get, got ours go the next week. Em. We're excited. I'm getting <laughs> Can one. You tell? I'm getting one on Friday. I'm literally so excited. <laughs> I've never been so excited to get something stuck in me. But. Children, about your gaze, about your ears. Oh, they know what I mean. It's, I'm so excited to get a vaccine, guys. Just go get it. Yeah. You can then have that hot girl somewhere you deserve. Exactly. So. 10 out of 10, would recommend. <laughs> anyway, we are the Bad Film Club. We watch bad films. I'm Sinead Vigela. And I'm Holly Gordon. And this week, we're doing the Netflix film that just came out, The Woman in the Window. This film was lame. Oh my god, wasn't it so silly? I was so... I've I've never... Like, I feel uncomfortable through, like, psychological, like, horror films a lot. Yeah. But, but, like, weird to say, but enjoyable uncomfortableness. But this just made me uncomfortable in, like, a very odd way because this is just... There's a creepiness to it that makes me very unsettled. And I think it might be a response to us being stuck at home for a year, but also we live in, like, a very surveillanced society and just like mm. the idea of like people staring and watching and just like or also the flip side of just like constantly like just someone with like mental health that not being believed gets me <laughs> I know. gets me so stressed <laughs> okay so the caveat for me this week is that me and my partner had just watched rear window the alfred hitchcock film and it was so good mm. and this just feels like a shit knock off of, of that and this film has been made a few times right this kind of vibe of the film which is basically someone watching from their window their neighbors and seeing something bad or something what they think is bad happen 
and then the drama unfolds and it's really interesting. But in this film, it wasn't interesting because it was kind of like you have to be shown her trauma. Mental illness is a is a big deal and not something to be trivialised. And I don't like the portrayal of it in this film, which we'll get into later. But this film didn't do it very well in the way that Rear Window does it. I know it's very old and it kind of hasn't aged like the best, but Alfred Hitchcock is really that master of suspense in the way like you feel that dread. Whereas in this film, I just felt, as you said, like really uncomfortable. And I think a better film that has done this same kind of plot in recent years has been a Shia LaBeouf film called Disturbia. <gasps> That's an excellent film. That is in com- a good... And then in comparison to this, this that has been made, what, well, I think they finished filming it in 2018, but still, it was it was bad. Yeah, Disturbia is such an iconic film. I love it. It's such I a know, good what film. film. It's such a good film. But yeah, I knew that there was a film, a classic film that had the yeah. similar or very same premise. I just didn't particularly... I don't know. There was something very, like, disjointed about this film that really... Massively. Like, bugged me. And, um, I mean, I've read up about this film before the episode, but Uh I'm going to... It agrees with everything that I just, like... I hated the direction. It was awful. Oh, yeah. The only... Okay, I only like one scene, and I'll talk about... We'll talk about that when we get into the nitty-gritty of this. If it's... There's a specific scene that I really dislike... Because it okay. made me really frustrated because I was just like, this doesn't go with the rest of the film. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. it. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So basically the, I guess, the like in short, so this film is about an agoraphobic woman who spies on her new neighbours and witnesses a crime in their apartment. That is what this film is it's about. It's a very simple premise. It's really, you, yeah. don't, you don't need any, like more than two brain cells to get it. Okay, can I just say, my main takeaway from this film is who does not have net curtains when they live in a city? I do not understand it. (laughs) You're just letting strangers just stare into your house all day. What? This is not real life. I want to say that's like an American thing. Do people do that? I don't know. Is that a thing? Net curtains, surely. Is this a British thing? Like, is that what what we do? Because we're into privacy. And Americans are just like, nah. Is it, is it Let net- me show you everything. <laughs> I was going to say, our net curtains are general response to being the most surveillance country in the world. <laughs> yeah. We're going to fight our government CCTV cameras by net curtains. Net curtains. No. Um, I just, I do agree. I just wondered, like, there's not, she did have curtains, but they were, and they're big, but they were like floor length, like long ones. And they looked very but also, heavy, but it was just. Exactly. Her windows are also massive, right? So how would you not see a person? She's literally standing there with binoculars. It's why it's a wild rod because what? No one's going to say anything to her. I wonder if it's because brownstones are quite like dimly lit from the inside, so there's not much like. Even though they're natural, na- there's loads of natural light. Maybe she just because mm. she has the doesn't really have lights on in the house because she's obviously there alone and she's like depressed yeah or more than depressed but like yeah maybe like having a very like dimly lit house means that you there's not much to really see into you can't see as much whereas like the neighbors that she's looking in on their house is lit up very clearly <laughs> to the point where we can actually see like the crime happening and like because, because it's a movie set yeah <laughs> um also i don't know we'll get on to it actually Okay, so tell me why you think it's a bad film. I just think it was so silly. Like, <laughs> sorry. Like, yeah, it was, I agree. Like, 
it was a really frustrating rep- representation of like someone getting over trauma. Yes, definitely. And like she developed this, uh, she developed agoph- agoraphobia, which is yeah. fear of open spaces and crowds and stuff. Yeah. She doesn't like to leave her house in, in this scenario. Yeah, it's a branch of like social anxiety, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it's really like, it's very nerve wracking because she's just like scared of like any of the outdoors. And yeah. I thought that was really bad. I also just like, I know that she, but it's a very weirdly presented. I mean, this is obviously spoilers, but it's very like, weirdly presented way of like showing that she has hallucinations. Because it's, yeah. so what yeah. she's supposed to be, because like she's, which she's presented as someone who's taking a lot of medication, but she also drinks while she's on medication. She's presented as this really unlike reliable narr- narrator, which is fine. Yeah. But like, man, it was really frustrating. Also, question: Did you guess the ending? Which bit? Like, oh, did you guess what, like who, who the killer was? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Oh, I first time we walked into a house, I was like, no child acts like that. He's a fucking creep. I didn't guess it, but that's also me because I'm awful at like seeing things actually happen in front of my face. But I also think because I've been watching, <laughs> I've been on a, we've been on a film kick recently. So we've watched a lot of different genres. So we watched like five Alfred Hitchcock films in a row. And then we did some like classic horrors. And then we just watched Palm Springs with Andy <gasps> Sandberg, which I really enjoyed, by the way. That's a good film. Maybe I, watch that I instead. I loved it. It was, it was so, so good. good. It was so, I, I had a great time. We're I not going to really talk about a good film on the podcast, guys. Sorry, but go no. watch it. It was really good. I really love <laughs> yeah. it. I'm basically in love with Andy Sandberg. So <laughs> my crush is, my crush is really cool. My crush is really there. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, oh, we love him. Also, I don't know what it is. I this is a this is a side note, but I don't know what it is about Andy Samberg. But watching him dance, oh my goodness! I've really, never, I have never. That's the thing that does it for you. I have never. Fall, <laughs> I have never fallen in love with someone so quickly in my life. Anyway, this is not that podcast. Okay, carry no, on. I know. Back um, to, so yeah, to... so I've been like watching all these kinds of different films, and I think that's why I was just like, oh, it's him. <laughs> like as soon as he walked in. I, was, I just turned and I just went, it's him. Like, he's way, way too creepy. The fact that she just lets him into her house, so her guard's already down. I was like, it's going to be him. And also, I'm sorry, Gary Oldman, I love him, but this film was not a good... Ro- I felt like he was a bad actor in this, this film. Is, it was very overacting. I did not enjoy it. This is what I was actually thinking. I think all the... I think I don't think that this was a good performance from any of the cast like as an as an actor or actress like in their career mm. this is like definitely one of the lower films on their like general like list of films yeah, like list of sure. like I'm not gonna like be like Gary Oldman and think of this film definitely not I'm gonna be <laughs> or, like Amy <laughs> yeah. Adams like Shocking. she is or like, Julianne Moore like at like, all the cast list is pretty impressive on paper but I then know. you like see their performances and it's really not that very good I know the only shout out that I have is to Anthony Mackie because I actually love that he was the husband that you I mean that you see but in flashbacks I enjoyed that but mm. other than that I was just like okay and also, was he wasted? Yes, probably, you know? Yeah, yeah, probably. But like, well... I didn't like the uh, direction, like I said. I thought it was really bad. Yeah, go. I, Tell uh, me why. I just, like... I think it was trying too hard. And oh. it also didn't wasn't consistent in its style of direction. Because I know what they were yes. obviously trying to do. They were trying to obviously make it... Felt like he was trying to make it... Make the scenario more confusing to add to the confusion of, like... Re- like, maybe represent the confusion that she's feeling, the main character, mm, but also mm, mm. try and make us feel confused. And also just, like, make this house feel like a very, like, 
whilst also a very big space for her to live in, but also very like a cage at the same time because she's yeah, she's stuck sure. she's stuck in this like space. And um, yeah. especially like in the second half of the film, I notice when being confronted by the police and like just the very specific. Oh, oh. There's this shot where it's like the police force, the two detectives, the family, and her tenant. And like you can literally just tell that the, the the director was like, so here is where everyone is going to stand, and I'm going to have a shot that's going straight down the middle, and all of you are going to be in like your little position, so you all get a little bit of screen time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I want a, it to be like a play, and it's not a play. Like it's such it's such a staged shot that it looked so yeah. weird, and yeah, because of that, I felt that the direction was just really inconsistent with the kind of style it was because it was like too jolty. Then my pet peeve, which really annoyed me, because there's like. Right at the end, she basically, it's like nine months later from what actually happened at the end of the film. Hated, hated that bit. Carry on. And it is the scene, it is the scene where she like says goodbye to the house or whatever, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and like she walks on the stairs and it's one of those that like, really annoying, like they think it's really artistic, but it's like the viewer is like the wall of the house, the exterior yeah. wall of the house. So you can see like the side of the stairs and it just really messes you because it's like this doesn't go with the rest of the film yeah it was an unnecessary add-on wasn't it like they could have just ended it it looked like a play again like it looked like a set for the stage and i don't think it but it's interesting that you say that because the screenplay was written by tracy letts who does stuff for stage but i just yeah i just don't like a screenplay at all like just didn't like it i thought it was really bad i thought the dialogue was stilted and horrible and not the way people talk to each other especially not in a film like this where you kind of need that psychological aspect to play off each other and it just didn't really feel right to me and you're right like this direction it feels so willy-nilly especially coming from joe wright who directed he he's a kira knightley stan he directed pride and prejudice Mm. anna karenna and um atonement which I, I love that film. What a great film. Oh, and you did The Darkest Hour with Gary Oldman. Yeah. Oscar one. Oscar film. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... But it's just like, a, it feels like a weird, a weird choice from him to direct this film and then direct it the way that it was directed, you know? I feel like he's done such a better job. Atonement was so well done in that, like, splicing together a chain of events... I feel like he should be a veteran at this, you know? But the narrative. Yeah, and I, I don't know if that was like a the juxtaposition with the screenplay is bad as well. Like, I don't know what it is about it. But there's only like one shot in the se- in the whole film that I liked and it's when he starts to tilt the camera so like the table's tilting and it feels like an optical illusion. It's like her slowly unravelling into like insanity or whatever, which I thought was really clever, but then wasn't was just this one-off shot yeah. that just never came up again and he never did that again and it just wasn't something that was continuous. It was very uh, jarring. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of Amy Adams' performance? <sighs> really? I found her... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to describe it because I felt like she wasn't, she wasn't bad. I don't think she was bad. I don't think she was bad either. It's not the best performance she's given, but then... You know, with her source material, I think she did the best that she could have done. But also, okay, I don't think it's Amy Adams. I think it's the character that I really dislike. And the storyline in which she's portrayed is really annoying. Like, um, so she's talking about mental health and, you know, she's just 
drinking while she's taking her pills, fine. But the immediacy of by which the authorities don't believe her, and then you have this the detective, the female detective, who is such a fucking bitch, and is never explained like why she's so abrupt and so harsh. Like people don't talk to people like that, and I just don't understand like where that animosity comes from and like how it furthers the script or the storyline. And then the way that she, that Amy Adams's character then reacted in turn is not a thing that I think he would do. So all of it just became really jarring to me. I didn't believe it. (laughs) You know? Yeah, yeah. I got, I felt really, like, I felt some sympathy to her. I thought Amy Adams, Mm. Amy Adams did a good job with what she basically could work with. I just don't think it was like, obviously her star performance like she's had so many better ones i just get frustrated i think her character was like bad so then you inherently just obviously tie it to like her and it's not really her fault Mm. that the character Mm. is like a a frustrating character it's really annoying though when you are when you've got like a character with like severe mental health and they're like supposed to be the main like the main hero but they're obviously automatically not believed because people use like taking medication as a thing against them as a reason to not believe them because Mm, and mm. it's just like it's just one of those frustrating things i also got like i felt i don't know julia moore was it julia Julia, (laughs) i love i love her and in this film i was like why are you here i literally was thinking the same thing i was like was this just like an off day for you (laughs) like was this just your day off and you decided to turn up on set and be like it was like an extra performance you know like an overacted extra performance and I just don't understand. Why. I felt like every person was slightly misplaced. And mm. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing because I was thinking about it actually today whilst I was like on my walk because I was thinking about like what points I wanted to make. And I was like, just constantly. So Fred Hen- 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 oh, Hentinger. I really don't like him. Yeah. He's the guy that plays the son who ends up basically we find out that he's like a he's like a wannabe serial killer or something. It's so yeah. fucking stupid. Like I hate him. I, but I also hate... really didn't like his acting. No, that was the thing that was what I was gonna say. I was like, I couldn't tell if like I got really creeped out at a specific bit, especially when we find out that he's the one that's been killing all these people and mm. he's actually enjoyed it. I couldn't tell I got really creeped out by how like believable he was and mm. it got made me really unsettled. And then what that annoyed me because I was like, this is still a really underwhelming like climax to a film because I was yeah. just like, this is so stupid. So I don't know if me being creeped out by his performance meant it was good or not. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't buy it because I was just like, okay, he's fine. He's just really annoying. <laughs> I just felt I was just more annoyed at that that he was like the one. Also, he doesn't. Yeah. Look, he doesn't look sixteen. So. Just cast, cast a 16-year-old, surely. I just don't understand. <laughs> or just age him up then. I just don't understand what relevance it has. I want, like... I feel like there was no, like, real... I mean, okay, this is actually, like... Serial killers don't particularly need, like, a reason to kill. They're just, like, obviously, they're serial killers and they don't think about yeah. it. I mean, that's what sociopathy is, yeah. right? Yeah, but they didn't, like... Explain it. They didn't give us a good they, for me. They didn't give me a good enough reason for him to start killing everyone randomly. He's like, oh, I'm just going to take up a hobby and kill people. Yeah, <laughs> it just felt so. It felt that's why I think I was like so shocked and then like, oh, is that it? Yeah, yeah. But I didn't like that. Okay, quickly. So this film had a budget of forty million 
dollars. Yeah, which is pretty conservative, I guess. Um, it obviously didn't particularly like make much money because it was on Netflix film. Well, actually, wait, I don't know how like how. Well, I mean, they don't release those numbers, right? So you just don't yeah. know how much it made. Yeah, but I, was I guess thinking you... about we were talking about this the other day, and I was just like, I don't understand. What's their business model? Anyway, <laughs> that's a different point. <laughs> Funny. It feels like it had a decent budget, though, because how much was that brownstone to rent out? That's beautiful. I want that place. Exactly. I mean, it, to be honest, the... if I owned that, I probably wouldn't leave the house either. Well, yes, right? true, true. I just <sighs> like, my ma- my mind, if I, if I was there by myself, my mind would go crazy. Like, I would... Yeah, be, um, I really I... don't like that <laughs> the stairwell is circular communal yeah and communal and that like her tenant just lives downstairs it was raw creepy didn't like that definitely would put more locks on my doors this is the thing about american houses they have basements we don't have basements in our houses here untrue some houses have basements they are hella creepy okay majority i want to say i have been locked in the basement before that's why i'm saying cousins i'm looking at you (laughs) majority of houses i want to say i feel like we have more like random attic spaces attics are speaking of being same energy speaking of being locked in a a dark space i was locked in attic before as a kid yeah me too awful you know what yeah having siblings and cousins is traumatic these weren't even relatives these were my friends these were (laughs) i say i say in height like fingers like quotation mark friends yeah so we don't like that don't like that put them in the bin and then they wonder why i'm i wonder why i'm scared of the dark still (laughs) oh babe uh okay can i just say also Hmm. the moment that i was just like Ethan is not the guy for me. I do not like this character. <laughs> One of his lines, for real, in this film is, I like cat's tongues. Oh, yeah, I didn't like his relationship. Absolutely fucking not! Get out of my house! What are you doing here? Wasn't the cat's name Peaches? Was it No, Punch. Punch. The cat was my favourite character. Yeah, same. <laughs> so grumpy. Love it. Love to see it. I did actually get very nervous, though, that it was, like, going to get killed. Like, I oh, 100%! Very that nervous. was my big takeaway from this film, is I, that I'm happy that the cat didn't die. I, like, I was so on edge, because she kept, like, looking for the cat, and it was very suspenseful. She couldn't, couldn't find it, and it was under the bed. And then it just, like, kept, like, just appearing and not appearing. She kept looking for it. <laughs> I would have, like... I would be more upset if the cat died than any human died. Well, I am. Yeah. So, no, like, I agree. like, humans died in this film. But, like, I, if yeah. the cat died, I would have lost it. I mean, did you feel sad when David died? I was like, good, he was an arsehole. I'm glad that he's dead. <laughs> I just thought he was a bit of an irrelevant character, like, fully. Like, I really thought he was in on it for a while, though, to be fair. I was really suspicious of him, but I couldn't really figure yeah. out why. But then it ended up being a bit of a lame thing that he was just, like, breaking his parole or something. Yeah. Could the film, could the film have been the same film without him in it? Yes. 100%. So he wasn't needed. Although she kind of needed to have a tenant to make cre- creepy basement noises, right? Yeah. That's right? What, that was his use. That's what his... Yeah. <laughs> and I guess like having like a someone to like maybe trick the audience to thinking that she's got someone yeah. on her side for a bit. Yeah. Or a scapegoat as in, you know, like it could it be him. Because it was really so quite weird that he's her tenant and they have a relationship but he was also just very rude to her. Ridiculously rude to her. Why at right, why Russell? I have some opinions about him. Mm-mm, yeah. Basically, this was filmed in 2018. So this was filmed before Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And he is in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. He is the, not the new, well, sort of was the new Captain America. And no, he's not anymore. But like, ugh, 
I don't know. If, I don't understand. I don't, I can't, I don't know if he can act. I really don't think that he can. It really doesn't feel like he has any charisma on screen. No. No offense, Wyatt, but he didn't feel it. He's just quite the same in everything I've seen him in because he's in... So boring. Like, just change your facial expression, man. It's not that hard. He's in 22 Jump Street. Oh. That was the first time I ever okay. saw him on screen. He's in 22 Jump Street and that was a, that's a very funny film. But, like, considering his mum is Goldie Horn and his dad is Kurt Russell and his family, his sister's Kate Hudson, like, where's the Excuse tam- me? Oh. <laughs> some brat, some news for you. <laughs> um, excuse me? That's what their youngest sibling looks like. Well, obviously, like, Goldie Horns, like this is his her like third third relationship, but then yeah, they like they've been together for like her and Kurt Russell been together for <sighs> yeah. ages, and then brother, oh, like Goldie Horn is like Kate Hudson's mom, and then no, I know that as in is he Goldie Horn's son? Yeah, 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 that- yeah Goldie Horn's yeah. son with Kurt Russell, who've been they've been together since the eighties. Yeah, yeah, I know, but so that yeah, how surprising he doesn't look like either of them. It's weird. It's just interesting. I was just wondering where the talent like. I mean, I guess you can't have all... Not all of them can be talented actors. Just because he's an actor doesn't mean he's good, but I guess he's white and blonde and has a film family, so he'll be fine. Yeah. No tears spelt for Wyatt. Also, Wyatt, what a name. Hate it. Anyway. It's a surname. Yeah, it's a surname, first name. We Whatever. <laughs> can I just say, also, mm. before we get to the end of the bad film bit, I hated the climax scene in the stupid film where Ethan is trying to stab her in the rain on the roof. I Why? Hate it. Literally, why? Because she got why does it need to be shot sheet. like this? Yeah, didn't like, like, stupid, whatever, fine. But I guess it was like for shock factor or whatever, but this is like, now we're in step up territory. <laughs> this is like a step up film. Why is it raining so hard? Why are they, like, moving around this roof so much? I do not care for it. Only in a dance film do I care for this kind of weather change and physicality. Thank you very much. Mm. I really didn't enjoy it. I thought it was a really lame, I guess, finisher. Yeah, I just... A film that's supposed to, like, mess with your psyche. I did think that the fight bit at the end was a bit silly. Like, I just didn't think it was worth... Like, it wasn't a nice, like rounding off or satisfactory fight in the sense that where like she's gone through this like traumatic experience for like most of the film where she's being confused she's Mm -hmm. being confused Mm -hmm. in herself like she's going through loads of trauma she's witnessed a murder she's cared about like a guy a boy that's essentially being abused but has ended up being actually a serial killer yeah. Oh, it's she like, has she... a mental health breakdown. Yeah. And people don't believe her. Like she's tried to commit suicide. All of it. She does. She literally. She deserves a proper good fight scene to end it, and she did not get one. Right. I just don't like ser- like the way that they made him a serial like a budding serial killer. Literally, like, <laughs> it's so lame. It's so. It's not like there's no reason. I don't understand. Like I'm. I can't word why I'm annoyed about it because it's just annoying to me like it just feels lazy yeah that's it's lazy and it makes it feel pointless because you're just like why did I watch this because I feel like also people aren't really like okay I'm gonna I I will speak on behalf of myself only because I don't think I'm gonna I can't generalize but I think people are quite done with serial killers because they're so popular within like the culture and society because we have like obviously Mm. loads of true crime podcasts and like true crime documentaries I'm a big fan of them but like yeah 
I don't want, I, I don't know. Like it, it, sometimes it doesn't work on a screen. Yeah. But also like these things happen in real life. We don't need them in our fantasy as well. Also listening to them and watching documentaries about them is very different. Yeah. Interesting because like they happened in the past. Well, mm, sometimes. Okay, Not always well, in the past. Okay, sometimes, sometimes. Okay, yeah. sometimes. But like like the historical ones, like the most famous, well known ones, are like yeah, yeah. happened within like Garden last... State Killer, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just I feel like it's like kind of a bit removed from us a bit because mm. we're just interested in it now. But like I don't know, there was something so fucking creepy about him, and I really hated it. And like it, yeah. it, it like not in a good way. Like I just hated it, and I just don't like that actor anymore. He's like he's that's just ruined his career for me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, I agree with that though. I guess because I don't think that we're quote unquote done with serial killers in film. I just think that there's a way to do it, and this is a good example of how not to do it. And also, this is a very good example of how books sometimes feel like they're going to be good films, and the execution really matters. But although I didn't like this book, so. You lost me there already. I wouldn't have paid to watch this film in the cinema or anything, so I'm glad that it was on Netflix. But, uh, yeah, I just feel like some things work well as summer page-turners and don't always necessarily work as films, especially when they are going for something quite specific. I feel like this was really trying to be the new Gone Girl. Was it? That's what they've marketed it as the comp for. It's like... You know, they were, for fans of Gone Girl, and I'm just like, okay. They were aiming so high. And yeah, they, and they 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 were Icarus. They flew too close to them. <laughs> yeah, they were bad. I mean, that's not good. Yeah, it's only been out what a month, and yeah, just so many bad reviews, man. Yeah. Well, that being said, it doesn't particularly have a cultural impact. I don't think so. I think there's better films, like, as we said... The concept of the film has a cultural impact because it's been repeated so many times. Yeah. Like, this film's already been made, though, you know? Yeah. If you're going to watch a film like this, you're better off watching Rear Window if you want to go old school, which I would recommend. Like, normally I'm not like, yes, you should watch this old film and, you know, that's what film's all about because sometimes they're, like, racist and sexist and homophobic and I'm just like, I just don't want to watch that. And then there's, like, other iterations of this that are better, like, yeah, Disturbia. If you want to watch a thriller film, a house thriller, and kind of, like, interested in voyeurism and stuff like that, then that's the better kind of commercial film. Mm. With Carrie-Anne Moss in it, who's Trinity in The Matrix as the mum, so why not, right? Don't you, like, when you think of Disturbia, you just think of Rihanna? Mm Mm-hmm. I wish that that song had been released at the time that that film came out and then they could have had it on the soundtrack. It would have been, that would have just blown people's minds. Banger, yeah. But I just don't think that this film has that kind of cultural impact. It's one of those ones that kind of gets some airtime on Netflix because I feel like they really drew you in with the cast. And then obviously it's based on a popular book and we'll talk about the book in a later bit because I have some publishing tea to share with you. But... I think that it kind of will just get lost in that mishmash of Netflix films that didn't reach their full potential and also probably will never be watched again, you know? Yeah, it'll it'll get lost in the constant, like, new Netflix films. I feel like there's going to be... There's already Netflix films I can think of and ones probably to come that have probably got so much more 
chat about them. Like on my radar was Mitchell's versus the Machines, which is an animated <laughs> Netflix original, and I yeah. absolutely fucking loved it. And that was hyped so high, and it was so good, and it was talked about for a while afterwards. Mm. And I feel like I've not heard anyone talk about this at all. And if they have, it's because it's negatively. Yeah. So it's a quite a forgettable film. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, so is there anything else you would like to like chat about? Any casting changes you'd make? Any? Uh, I mean, it was made now, so obviously, and it's probably yeah. going to be made again because this trope is repetitive. But like, <laughs> uh, could we could we change and think about the storyline? I really would have changed Gary Oldman to so be would honest. I. He like, was literally casting. the first person I could was like, "Why are you like?" Well, no, I was like, "All of them, why are you here?" But I was like, "Why is he here?" But also, like, his performance was really weird. You know, I thought it was weird. I also was really like, I, I think I don't know if this was him or the decision from the production crew or the, the the film people but why was his hair so white yeah I like it was so annoying it's very distracting personally it was very distracting i'm just gonna liken it to the you know the other dumbledore so michael gambon's performance in the goblet of fire when he's like screaming at harry did you put your name in the goblet that was very gary oldman in this film yeah Exactly. He was just constant shouting. I just wanted him to be quiet. I was just like, be quiet. And also, why is he always in her house? Like, isn't that creepy AF? I actually had an issue with this because I I didn't get it because they just were able to just turn up at her house. They obviously could turn up because you could just walk across the street, but like, they could just freely walk into her house. Like, it felt really weird for someone to be so anxious of the outside to have like a very easy, accessible home, which is the whole point because like, you know, Ethan ended up admitting that he stole her keys and like yeah. took a photo of her like when she was asleep. That made me so nervous. I was like, that is so creepy. No one ever wants that to happen. Like, oh, I if I someone if that happened to me, I'd jump off a cliff. I wouldn't know. Absolutely what to- not. Uh, actually, you know what? That is a redeeming thing of this film, is that having a photo of you sleeping in your empty house being sent to you over email is the singular most terrifying thing that someone could do to you right now in the digital age, I feel. Absolutely not. Can you imagine? Oh, I... mm, 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 Not for me. No. (laughs) Get out of my house. (laughs) Please no. Oh, anyway, hated it. Um, I agree. I just didn't get why... Again, Gary Oldman, like Julian Moore, was just like a day off. Was like, I just turn up to set. Got a spare few hours just to shout. Yeah. Do my and thing. then randomly, Jennifer Jason Lee is there for like five seconds. Oh, yeah. As yeah, yeah. Um, the, real, the real wife. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah, very confusing. But I also feel like the character of the, of the father or the husband, like the neighbour, like was such a generic character in the sense that it was just like, he was just obviously someone who had a corporate job and was a bit angry, was angry. So he's just like any old white man. Like that could then be... <laughs> <laughs> but he could be played by anyone, surely. Yeah, no, that's true. But I also do think it's interesting that they really went the like, I'll just slap my child around. It's fine. I felt so uncomfortable watching yeah. a grown man. Like this is also what removes me sometimes from films. Actors have to like act this out and do this. And I was just like, 
Do they like, how do they like, you know, read a script and be like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm going to go and do this and be this kind of person. Like, how does it not mess with them? Like, mm. I mean, it's it's like both positive and a negative because it's just like, I've mentioned this before. I wouldn't be able to be an actor because I have to, if I have to kiss someone on the screen, I'll fall in love with them instantly. But it's also, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's also like the same thing. If I go have to go and hurt someone, I'll feel really bad and start crying. So like. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It was just a. <laughs> a weird casting choice for me, to be honest. No, I don't even think anyone was well casted. I just think it was just weird. And I thought they also probably were just using well-known names to kind of promo the film. But that's what's interesting, right? Who? What is the elevator pitch that made them sign on for this, I wonder? Money. Yeah, but how much were they... Oh, it's really annoying that Netflix don't release any numbers because... Out of $40 million of budget i don't know how much salary yeah, that like was amy come on amy adams salary is more than that sharp well i feel like obviously anthony mackie probably got the least amount because he's like on screen like for two seconds yeah but he's on yeah but he's a name he's a big name now so i feel like maybe i mean you know people get paid a lot for like their three minutes in films sometimes yeah maybe 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 we're misjudging how much it actually costs to like film and film because it was maybe set in one house yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, exactly. maybe more of the money went on the salary. Who knows? We don't know. Yeah. we're not. I really that. did like Brian Tyree Henry, though. I'm glad that he was I in it. Love him. He yeah. was really good in Godzilla vs Kong. <laughs> yeah, he was. He's in. He's going to be in Eternals as well. Oh, I'm so excited. I really like him. I'm really glad that... I feel like he's the only one that I would have kept because I actually liked his performance. Yeah, he's got range because he's in Atlanta too and he's like very different in Atlanta. He's got such a good range. Really good. He's like a chameleon actor. He just gets right straight into it. He's very good. Yeah, 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 for sure. He's also in Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse and also in If Beale Street Could Talk, which is a very good film if you haven't seen it. Also, so is the Spider-Man film, to be honest. Really enjoyed that. That's a good uplifting film if you're in a rut at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that he was there. I feel like he again he was a bit wasted, but I liked him. I liked his performance. I feel like he really did have that like empathy that I wanted to see for her. <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah, he was well casted, and I wouldn't have changed him. I feel like he's the only person that I probably would have kept. And then everyone else, I'm just like yeah, just zhuzh it up a bit. But then also, do I care about this film enough? I don't know if I would. I would have made it. You know? Um, no. It, like you said, I would be really annoyed if I saw this in the cinema because I would have... Well, I, I wouldn't have paid for it, but, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, uh, I just would have been like, oh, I wasted an yeah, evening for sure. watching something that was really anticlimactic. Yeah. Do you think you would have changed anything about the... Would you have changed any of the structure or would you just not have bothered? What do you think? I don't know how you can make this better. When it's kind of all, like like you said, it's been done well once. Like, why try and do yeah. it again if it's already been done properly again? Like, I is I haven't seen Rear Window. Yeah, you should watch it. I feel like you would enjoy <laughs> but, it. It is very stressful, but it's good. I don't even no, watch that. No, but like Grace um, Kelly's in it. Uh, I know. What, okay. what a woman. Well, that's the same yeah. point for me. <laughs> they're both. Are they both? They're both set in. Well, this one is in, set in yeah. Manhattan. Is Rear Window set in yeah, America? Set in America. As well? I mean, so is Disturbia. All so of what? Them but rear window is interesting because it's like uh (laughs) so he's broken his leg which i think really adds to the tension of it because he can't he can't move around oh that's nerve-wracking yeah which i think is scarier in disturbia he in disturbia he's got like uh shia has got like a ankle exactly yeah because she's got agora uh, i think she says it 
sorry, did I say agoraphobia? I think it's agoraphobia. But because she has that, <laughs> and also because it's not like a tangible, it's not a tangible thing that like prevents her from going outside. I think it's harder to see on screen because it's like, you know, in... Because obviously she then does, like in the in the end, she goes onto the rooftop to have their final fight and it's like a fight or flight reflex, whatever. So I think it kind of, that breaks the illusion a bit as well. Whereas in the other ones, because there's this like tangible thing, a, a reason why they can't leave, it makes it more confined and I think unsettling, you know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I get that. I don't think I was gonna say. I just wondered if what it would be like if it was set somewhere else, like if it was set in a different country. Yeah. Like if it was set here, would it be? Would it really be any different, or would it like? Would there be different cultural things that we would have to add, consider, and take in, like add into it? You know um, what I would like actually. Now that you said it, you've just like spits. Like I just had like a light bulb moment. Imagine it being set on like an estate, like you know, it's like really tall, yeah, yeah really estate. tall buildings, the ones like where like it's like a whole community and then because i feel like ugh, it's different though because you can't really see into people's houses right you only like you can only hear but then that might be cool like a cool way to do it like you can only hear stuff yeah it's also you could like do it in like what is considered a very like nicely perfect suburban yeah, housing estate a- yeah. area housing estate or something or like one of those like new yeah. builds or like a cul-de-sac, yeah, cul-de-sac. Like, I don't know. <laughs> love it I don't know, it'd probably happen in Norfolk, yeah, t- 100%, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Or Cornwall. It's too, it's too, it's, per- it's perfect, it's too perfectly, like, calm yeah. there. Something weird is gonna have yeah, to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In it. So, anyway. <laughs> realistically, I just don't care to change it because it wasn't, I don't think it would, any of the changes would make it Yeah, better. I agree. I just don't think it's, I feel, as, as you already said, like, it's been done well before, like, why do you need to redo it? that's what I really don't like about stuff when it's just like, why do you need to do like a hundred different versions of the same film? Give us some original content, please. Thank you very much. That's all we want. Did you have any props that you liked? We didn't mention that. The cat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The cat. I mean, she's not a prop, is he? He's an actual cat. He's an actual character. But, um, uh, I kind of liked, I was quite into her, like, dressing gowns. Me too. That's what I was going to say. That's my favourite thing. She's just waltzing around, like, she loves it. Like, she did look pretty comfortable. And, like, I did kind of, like, the house was kind of nicely decorated. Even though she didn't really keep it, like, nice. Because she was obviously, she's obviously depressed and, like, just living, like, there. But, I don't know. It was a nice house. There wasn't anything like specifically that I remember, remember, but I just thought that like she just looked always looked so comfortable, and I was like, that is what we want. Yeah, it's a dream. <laughs> I don't I ever want to wear like wear jeans yeah. again. I have worn jeans since, but like I don't want to wear. I don't want to feel like I want to be able to yeah, wear it like I agree. that. Like floaty, the floatiness of like oh, you just walk around your house like, in floaty clothes, and you just think that like, you're like. Yeah, so cool. Love it. That was it. What about, yeah, I just liked her dressing gown and the cat, but the cat's not a prop. It's basically a character. He's basically the star of the show, really. <sighs> the cat was so fucking cute. But then I feel like any... To be honest, I get distracted <laughs> by cats like, on screen all the time because 
like I get distracted by cats constantly. Yeah. Only, yeah, I would um, keep Brian and the cat, and that's it. That's all you got from me. <laughs> um, okay, so do you have a rating out of ten? I Rit. gave it a three. Oh, okay. what did you give it? I gave it. I gave it a 2.5. I was going to go lower, but I felt like I was being a bit harsh. <laughs> but yeah, I gave okay. it 2.5 because I was annoyed by the yeah. end result, and I thought it well, was. I'm going to recant mine and, and join you and say two and a half as well. Oh, also, it was a hundred minutes long. I felt like it was too long. Way too long. <laughs> it definitely could have been an hour like and just... twenty at max. 100 minutes is an hour and 40 uh, hour and 40 40 and minutes and really not that much mm. happens to be honest no they could have cut really, that down really really cut it down so annoying yeah okay cool so we gave it badly we rated the same yes. cool um do you want to guess yeah i do i'm i'm db and rotten tomatoes i'm db first that's uh, out of 10 5.1 what Good. Mm-hmm. Better. Bit oh, more. More. Five point five. More close. Five point seven oh. out of ten. For I'm doing. Oh. <laughs> okay, Ron Tomatoes. Um, I feel like it would be worth like twenty one percent. Bit higher. <sighs> Guys, what's happening? Twenty six percent. Or twenty five percent. Damn it! I was going to say twenty five as well, but yeah. I thought you'd be like, no, it's higher. Okay, cool. 25%. Yeah, that's fair. Um, like, yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. Whatever. I just really love the critics, like, reviews. Tell They're me. really funny. What's your favourite one? So, on Rotten Tomatoes, oh, yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes, critics said, the consensus read, muddled thriller that dra- that is drowned in its own frenzied homages. The win- woman in the window will have audience closing their curtains. <laughs> love it. Okay. Does that imply that it was kind of just, like, drowned by the fact that it was... It just didn't make sense, really. It didn't make sense, yeah. IndieWire gave it a D plus, which is hilarious, and then said while the film's acting runs the gourmet between still and ex- stilted and extreme, the rare moments that when Wright brings his ensemble together crackle in the kind of nervy tension the rest of the film is missing. Basically, saying that there was like the novel itself has been blown out and really stretched to the big screen to the point where like. There's no mystery left to it. Yeah, not at all. And for Variety basically said, Tracy Letts is a vibrant playwright, but the dialogue <laughs> in this film was really I'm telling stilted. you! Like some, it was bad. <laughs> like someone's chitsy mainstream movie attempt at Pinter or Mame. Adam's performance is by turns commanding and tremendously self-conscious and stuff keeps happening that's so overwrought that the film in its way becomes a well... Yeah, it basically... The film is too yeah. much... It's trying to do too much and it's not it's not succeeding at any point. Because that's what I was saying about Ooh. the direction at the beginning. The main character who we're trying to root for is an unreliable narrator. And then I thought the direction was trying to obviously enhance that and make the viewer more confused and more unsettled because we don't really know what's true and what's false and what's happening. But we're tr- still trying to side mm. with her. And then it ends up getting all lost in the mix. The, the confusion of the right, the dialogue and the screenplay and plus the, you know, weirdness of the direction means that it's just all too much. Yeah, I completely agree. Before we finish, publishing tea that I have for you, go, go which is it. that the writer of this book, AJ Flynn, Finn? Flynn, who, mm-hmm. yeah, AJ Finn, who wrote yeah. this book, um, his real name is Dan Mallory, he came to the attention of everyone because <laughs> in 
2019, the New Yorker called him out for lying about his life and career. And the things he lied about are extensive and ridiculous and cover, but are not limited to him having a degree from Oxford, suffering from cancer and a brain tumour, having lost his mother to cancer, having lost his brother to suicide. None of these things happened. What the hell is wrong with this guy? Which I think is insanity that they then were like, yes, we're going to continue making this. We're going to like not shelve this film. Like this guy is such a scumbag and like has got away with it. It says that he he said that it attributed to his behaviour as he was uh, diagnosed yeah, with bipolar two. Absolute but fucking he, bullshit. But then his psychiatrist, but a psychiatrist interviewed with the information said that chronic lying or second to, for secondary gain to or to get attention cannot be connected. It was like it's not like related to it. Yeah, and it's not bipolarism. You're literally lying to people about what bi- bipolarism is then and stigmatizing it yourself because you just want to lie. You're just a liar. And then trying to pass it off as a mental illness when it's not. Like that's what I think a lot of I think uh, I do think a lot of people who lie for think extreme things like people will lie at different people who re- lie regularly. They will either lie for like little tiny things, like mm. little details, and then like, you know, you can pick up the holes in their stories yeah. over time. Or you they will lie for like these big extreme things. And it's all for the same, like it's all to like for the sympathy vote, I think, or the sympathy card. Like you want someone to you want to play the bit, or you want to come off as less of because you like that sympathy that yeah, people yeah, yeah. give you. And it's like, well, I mean, that's why you lie about <laughs> someone just, like your brother dying of suicide and your mother dying of cancer, like, and yourself having cancer and a brain tube. Like, what is that? And how are you getting away with that in 2019, man? Yeah, it's really, it's really strange. And this book is a bestseller. Like, it actually just makes me really angry about like authors that don't get never get like the representation that they need and deserve and then this guy just like fully lying about stuff and just being like yeah it's fine so the book came out before all yeah, yeah of controversy course of course because yeah. i guess like oh, after him becoming popular then it realized yeah, that they yeah. must have been lying yeah oh, well i mean yeah 2019 was only like three years ago oh, pat Bad times. But yeah, it's just um, wild to me that they then, off the back of that, were just like, yeah, you know what? This film, we're going to release it. But I guess money, 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 innit? This is what bugs me, actually. I'm not going to... I mean, this is a different film, but this is what bugs me about Wolf of Wall Street. And I hate it when guys are like, my favourite film is Wolf of Wall Street because like they just get to do drugs and party and like get, have sex <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, it is literally about a guy. It's a, It is the story of a guy who committed like so much fraud and stole loads of money from actual innocent people and made literally ruined people's lives mm-hmm. and then went to jail because of it and he fucked over so many people yeah but now he's out and he's living his life and he's fine and now he's out and he's and he's out but Michael says he puts yeah. him at the end of the film like he's like nothing's yeah. happened and it's just okay. <sighs> no but the shit that white men get away with man yeah, and you can do that. You, so you can go and do treat people like you did, treat women like you did, abusively, uh, ruin lo- millions of people's lives, lose loads of money, go to prison, but it's fine because you'll get a film made out about your life and then you get to star in it and you probably make yeah. all your money back. Yeah. It's fine. doesn't matter. And then, like, you got all these, like, guys in their 20s, like, on their dating apps, like, like when I... Oh, don't even get me started. It's that annoying. Like if your if your favorite if your favorite film is Wolf of Wall Street or anything by Quentin Tarantino, please like, no. get out of my face. 
fuck. And if you haven't seen a Wes Anderson film, you need to check yourself. Come on. Anyway, that is a different story. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway that's, that's it. Us. You know, we're angry and we did not like this film. Don't watch it. I mean, this film isn't even going to make me annoyed or angry. No, we're angry like, about this men. This is a waste of time. <laughs> We're angry. Well, we're always angry about men. Anyway, um, <laughs> next week we'll speak to you then. Bye. Yeah, bye. Do you love the Bad Film Club? Consider supporting us through the ACAR supporter feature. It's up to you how much you want to give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in our show description to support us in any way that you can. We really appreciate it.